It's Monday, which means today is the day that I'm answering your questions about copywriting, marketing, business building, sales, selling, and more. Uh, I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and for this Mailbox Monday episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, I'm answering Zach's question. Zach says, I've started to reach out to financial publishers, less popular ones so far, to get my first copywriting project. My emails say I'm a new copywriter, but include a link to a sales letter I've written to show I'm competent. So far, I've been left on red. Not sure if I need to do more outreach or if I'm doing it wrong. Thanks, Zach. And I'll answer Zach's question. I, as far as I can tell without having read his email, I, there's, there's kind of a big email marketing or cold email mistake that's going on here. And hopefully I'll be able to rectify it and uh, give him some suggestions for what to do to make that effective. If you have a question you'd like to have answered in an upcoming episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, number one, don't forget to like and subscribe and all that stuff so that you actually get the answer to your question. Number two, you submit your question by going to the link in the description that's at BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. That's BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. And, uh, and you can submit your question to potentially have it answered. And let's dive into the answer to Zach's question. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, uh, before we dive in, the, uh, the sponsor of today's episode is, uh, let's see, who is it, who is it? Oh yeah, it's me. <laughs> I have training called The Client Getting Blueprint. The link is in the description. Check it out. If you wanna get clients using cold email, that training will actually show you exactly how. The Client Getting Blueprint, and it's built to work across client service businesses, across industries, across, it's, it is the foundation of a successful client business. The link is in the description. Okay, let's talk about Zach's question. All right, uh, the first thing that I'm observing here is, uh, is that writers write. Writers write, but that's a problem for cold outreach. Uh, so my guess here, my guess here, Zach is a copywriter and he wants to write long sales letters. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a copywriter. I've made my living writing long sales letters for a long time now. And my guess is that Zach's cold emails are probably actually pretty long. They probably, and I've done this and I've gotten clients with longer cold emails, but I'm sorry, like um, these, these longer cold emails, longer cold outreaches, uh, can can really be a a turnoff, and I'll tell you why in a second. But uh, what you need to know is that long copy absolutely has its place. If I am going to try to convert cold traffic to an offer and actually get cold traffic to spend money with me for the very first time, or if I have a complex offer, meaning the value proposition of whatever I'm selling, financial newsletters being a great example here, the value proposition of whatever I'm selling is fairly complex. I know that I need long copy in order to maximize conversions. In the context of cold emailing prospects for your services, even if your services is writing long copy sales letters for clients, 
Long copy's place is not in those cold emails to get clients. Uh, so like what what this what this brings me to is is really the number one biggest cold email mistake because long copy is actually writing too long of an email is actually just a symptom. Writing too long of any kind of cold pitch to prospective clients is is a symptom of this deeper problem, this this biggest cold email mistake. And and yeah, this applies to cold direct messages, DMs on social media, it applies to any kind of cold prospecting and honestly, any kind of cold calling. And what it comes down to is overselling yourself, overselling yourself, talking too much about you, talking too much about you, what you want, what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to get, even what you are trying to do for them, what you're trying to sell to them. Really like this mistake, like the mistake, if you are pitching yourself, your product, your service at all, you're probably overselling yourself. In the first contact, if you are sending out messages and they are being read, I don't really love the whole email tracking thing, the email stalking, all those tools that you know track whether somebody's open it. Yeah, it makes sense in the context of uh, of of mass emails um, of sending to your email list. I really don't love them in the context of one-to-one emails. Uh, it feels really intrusive for salespeople to do that. And I feel like they're going to jump down my throat. Uh, and, and so I'm probably, if, if I see like the little, there, there's, there's one service that has like two little blue check, check marks or something. And if I see that, I am actually less likely to respond to the email. <laughs> um, it, that's, maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe it's common. Uh, across the board that people generally don't like that. That was a, a sidebar conversation. Um, but let's let's go back to this this issue, like overselling yourself, pitching yourself in that in that first email. Really, that's not what you need to be doing. And I'll tell you what you need to be doing in just a second here. But first, we have to talk about the yes, no, maybe filter. We have to talk about the yes, no, maybe filter. So there's really three ways that somebody can respond to any kind of message, right? They can respond yes, they can respond no, and they can respond mm, maybe. Um, and what you think you're doing by pitching your service, pitching yourself, pitching the benefits in this cold email to somebody who you don't know at all, what you think you're doing is trying to trigger the yes filter. You're trying to trigger the yes filter saying, oh yes, yes, I wanna work with this person. The reality is in that first cold email or first cold message to any prospect, the reality is that it's impossible, impossible to trigger the yes filter. And when you're selling or even saying too much in that initial message, you are triggering the no filter. When you're, if you say too much, if you're overselling yourself, if you're like, you're just triggering the no filter because no is our default filter for when we feel like we are being sold to. If we feel like we're being sold to, our natural reaction is to, to, to like pull in, to flee, to get away, to reject, to say no. What you want to do, what you want to be doing is to trigger the maybe filter. 
you want that person to say, I want to know more. Uh, responding to this person is easy. Uh, this person asked a question that I, that I feel like I can answer pretty easily and there's no obligation in answering it. You want to, you want them to feel like, okay, this person might be worth having a conversation with. This is just, it's a person emailing me, treating me like a person and, um, and it's easy to respond to them, right? So what you actually need to do in your cold emails uh, is, well, there's, there's, there's this little formula from Dean Jackson that I really appreciate and I think of often in this context. You want your cold emails to be short, personal, and expecting reply. Short, personal, and expecting reply. So short, typically like as short as a little personal message to a colleague, coworker asking about a project, right? Or to a friend asking about, uh, do, do you have plans for Saturday night? Uh, you know, if you're going to text a friend and say, hey, I was thinking about going out to uh, this restaurant on Saturday uh, with a couple friends, would you be interested in coming along? That's short, personal, and expecting reply, right? Um, so short, personal, really directed at that person, not this impersonal, like, let me tell you about my services, right? Let me show you my sales letter that you have not asked for and you tell me that I'm qualified to work for you. That doesn't feel personal. That feels impersonal. Uh, and expecting reply is something like a question, right? It's some, something like a question. Uh, the best, best cold emails that I have, that, that I've seen, that I've done, involve a question about them. They involve a question about the prospect related to their need, their desire, their want, their outcome, the problem, the challenge. Like if you solve a problem for them, if you help them fulfill whatever desire, get whatever outcome, it's going to be about that. Um, and sometimes that can be very specific. Like in the case of a copywriter, if you're working inside the direct response industry, where it's all shorthand, like we're copywriting as a word. I've, I've talked about this before. Copywriting as a word is used as shorthand for somebody who does sales multiplied through media. Like it's somebody who understands how to write copy that generates business results, leads customer sales profits. And so if you were speaking to a direct response company and you say, you know, do you work with newer copywriters? Then there's a lot that is, uh, there's a lot that's contained in that question that is about their need, desire, want, outcome, problem, challenge. Um, if it is somebody who you're not sure if they use direct response, and let's say you write Facebook ads, it's, um, you know, uh, what are you doing to keep up with Facebook's, uh, okay, this, this is a long and complex question. I want to break it down, but um, what are you doing to keep up with Facebook's constant demand for new ad creative? Or, you know, how do you come up with new ad creative for Facebook? Um, something like that. Uh, how are you coming up with new ad creative for Facebook? Are are you putting out as many new ads as you think you would like to do to be successful? So something like that. Like I see your advertising on Facebook. How are you coming up with new creative? Um, are you putting out as many ad tests as you think you need to be successful? That's a pretty good short personal expecting reply email or I guess Facebook DM to someone who is advertising on Facebook. So some examples for Zach specifically. Uh, hey, uh, do you ever work with newer copywriters? Uh, I, I saw you write, I saw you 
run these uh, long form sales letters, do you ever work with newer copywriters? Easy yes, no question, right? And it might start a conversation. Do you have any overflow copywriting work? That's a different angle in. A lot of times these publishers that use long form sales letters, they hire their best copywriters to do the long form sales letters, but they have a ton of additional copywriting work, such as you know Facebook ads or other space ads or advertorial landing pages or emails or whatever, right? That is considered overflow work that they don't want to pay their best copywriters high fees for that additional work. And so they need that done and they may hire a newer copywriter for that and you would have an opportunity to earn your way up into higher level projects. Another great, great question is, do you work with freelance copywriters or only in-house? Do you ever work with freelance copywriters or only in-house, right? Like it's, you're, you're trying to establish how they typically work with copywriters. And the great thing is, there's no real obligation in them responding to that and saying, oh, well, we sometimes work with the right freelancers. Um, are you a freelance copywriter? Something like that. Or, oh, we currently only work in-house, in which case you've maybe disqualified them as a prospect. Or you might say, you know, do you offer, uh, do, you do, do you do remote work on retainer? Or do, are any of your members, your team members uh, doing remote? So. I'm just diving down this, this, this rabbit hole of questions wherever these conversations go. We're asking questions to learn more about their current situation, right? So a full email, like I, I wrote this, this full email. Let's say I found this person, Jane, who's running the copywriting team at some publisher, right? Hi, Jane, I'm Roy. I'm a newer financial copywriter and I've been following your marketing for a bit now. Quick question, do you ever work with freelance copywriters or only in-house? Thanks, Roy. Very easy question to answer. I'm not trying to sell hard. I'm not trying to do really anything besides start a conversation, right? And you know your cold email is a success when you start conversations with the potential client. And by the way, like it's all about starting this conversation and having the conversation and having that conversation go down the path towards the outcome that you want to achieve, right? Never, never actually is that closing in email. You don't want to try to close services, close deals, close projects in your emails. You want to close your client services on calls, in conversation. You need to be able to have a conversation with them and say, okay, what, what are we doing? Like I have an entire formula that I use for these conversations that I'm not gonna go into here, but you want to be able to get on these calls, get in conversations with prospective clients, and then you figure out what the project's going to look like and you close that deal. So you need to have a process for getting them on the phone. You're gonna start the conversation, you're gonna lead them towards, hey, you know, we should actually hop on the phone and chat about this, or we should hop on Zoom and chat about this. Would you like to schedule a call? And so you, then you do this consultation call, you're gonna qualify or disqualify them. Some of the people who might initially be interested may not be a good fit for what you wanna do, or you may not be a good fit for them. And so it's a matter of figuring out on that call, and in the conversation ahead of time, whether you feel like you're a fit, and then if you get all the way to the end of the call and you feel like you're a fit, then you can make that offer to them. And if you do wanna go into that in more detail, remember that client getting blueprint that I mentioned at the beginning? Yeah, <laughs> the client getting blueprint walks you through that in a, just a ton of detail, all the detail that you need 
to make all the right decisions and lay the foundation for a successful client business, including building this funnel to get prospective clients on the phone and reach out to them with successful cold email strategies. So uh, check that out and don't forget, your cold emails, they need to be short, personal, expecting reply, and intended to start a conversation with your ideal prospects such that you can continue that conversation to the point where you're able to suggest getting on the phone with that prospective client. And when you get on the phone with that prospective client, you can have a nice little conversation with them. You can figure out if it's gonna work out to work together and you can make an offer for your services. But all of that relies on that initial email, that cold email that you're gonna reach out to them with, not trying to sell your services, but instead trying to start a human-to-human -human conversation. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and hey, even if you're selling one-to-one, -one, that is a form of marketing and copywriting, and if you do this, it will work better. <laughs> and uh, so with every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius, and if you apply this, I think you'll realize just how great of a marketing genius you are. I'll see you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.